Yo. Yo. What's up? Oh, man. It's been a long day. Yeah. First, we have to do the intro. So, everybody, welcome to Weed Millennials. I'm one of your hosts, Snow Black, Black Black Widow, Fatima, and now, Abid. Introduce yourself, man. Oh, man. Am I, am I doing an intro? Am I the host? Am I, or I thought I was a guest? What am You're I? You're fucking cool, man. What am I? Ask, I'm asking my question now. What am I right now? Go ahead. It's getting that serious. I'm the host. Am I? Am I the You're guest? You're with me. You're not a guest anymore. I think oh, you're oh, over. I feel like a. I feel like a squirtle that turned into a war turtle. So, really? Last guest. I don't know. I would just say that you are probably more a co-host than just a, a guest or whatever that you were saying. Then, then, and the, here's the thing, though. If I'm the co-host, don't we need other yeah. people on the podcast? Like, uh, yeah, we will have to get like more people to be invited and all that. Yeah, like exactly. we, we 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 talked about uh, last week when we were saying uh, we're gonna get more people to come and have like full conversation on different subjects. So all that, yeah. Yeah, we gotta get we gotta get some good guests over here. Oh hell yeah! I have a few. So, I have a few ideas. I have a few ideas of people we could potentially use, but then it really depends on what type of conversations you want to steer this podcast. And if you want to stick to just like love and dating and that stuff, maybe. But then if you want to start talking about like other stuff, it depends. Is there is there a set is there a set topic that you have for this podcast or like? Well, is it gonna be like, yeah. It's more about like everything in general. It's just because you and I we talk more about relationship than uh anything else. That's just that. But yeah. it can be about anything. Like last time we were thinking about talking about music, that for sure is gonna come up. When we're gonna have the battle of uh for Drake against against Drake. I know a lot of people are gonna hate me for that. So those kind of things, it will be everything. Why do you, it's not why do, you hate, why do you hate Drake so much? Drake is the number one artist of draw. You want us to jump on that right away? Wait, why? I, I mean, if you if you're gonna hate on Drake, I mean, sure, why not? I mean, it's I don't like. Yeah, just... what's your problem with Drake? You don't think he's hot? No, he's look overrated. Those... First of all, look at, look at those look at those eyebrows. You, you, you know he he's per, he you know he, he proudly uses duct tape when he takes photos. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah, he has I mean, a constant face and it yeah, pisses me off. I respect the fact that someone can actually is so famous and they don't have to use do that stuff, yet they still do that face. That's his face, though. That's the problem. Even when he was in Degrassi, I hated his face. I wanted to punch him or something. I don't know why. He just instigate hatred and anger in me when I just see his face. And when he talk, even worse. I don't know how girls uh, go crazy for him, but I guess it's the money. It's not really much like Oh yeah, he's hot. Like he's good looking. Nah, I think it's just the money. I mean, he's relatively like. I mean, I I put it like there's tiers of rappers. Like I I don't think a rapper has to actually look good to like Ew. be successful. You know what I mean? So yeah, he's in the category. Like if he was not a rapper at all and like off the street, like I don't think he'd be noticed that much. But like maybe there's some there's some people who would find him attractive, but I wouldn't. I don't think he he would be like noticeable like people wouldn't be like oh my god look at that guy he's so hot right yeah because seriously to me you look like uh, uh someone had tweet one time he read that on jimmy kimo that he looked like voldemort with eyebrows and i was like yeah damn dead right it was true it kind of does 
He does. He does. And he voice pissed me off. He's, uh, I don't know, there's a vibe about him that I am not a fan. Sure, he has some songs that I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to dance to it. I like it. But make, make me sit there and go through his whole album. I would just rather just like jump out the window. Is this correct me if I'm wrong, though? Like in general, you think about all rappers. How many rappers are actually good looking? Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's like none. Like, like non-existent they, yeah no look the thing is if you look really closely like all the rappers like all of them yeah they're ugly as fuck and that's what girls just throw themselves at them because they have money and they're famous that's all because in real life even those guys from the three amigos that's their name right yeah that's yeah true. all the uh upset with set or whatever their name is all of them, they're ugly as hell, but they're always with like very attractive women. The problem for me is just that all those rappers, all those ugly guys in general, as long as they have money, they're going to have bombast hot women on their side. But it's kind of like expected that the women have to be the beauty and the guy can be ugly. That is no problem. I mean, when you look a little way and you're like, damn, <laughs> that was harsh. But yeah, it's just, mm -mm. I, I will still have a hard time. I remember, I think you went to a Drake concert here in Edmonton, right? Yeah, the first concert I ever went to was a Drake concert. I was just shocked oh, at yeah. how you there. Like, that was, and the what? thing is, it was such a cheap concert, too. It was like 50 bucks, and he played in like the West Edmonton Mall. Like, that's just when he just, when Take Care came out, like, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was like, so I was like, okay, my friend wants to go. Let's go to this concert, Drake. Let's go see Wheelchair Jimmy. Okay, let's see what he has. <laughs> and I remember you told me that he was kind of like a dick. He, he was, was acting like, like a dick. He was a douche. He, he wouldn't sign anyone's autograph unless it was a female. And then it's like, yo, what? you're a prick. That's why when I met... Oh, no. I lost you. I cannot hear you a bit. Damn it, what happened? We'll be right back. Yep. What happened? Uh, I don't know. I think the thing is, like, if you send, like, if someone, like, when we're on this phone, right? Yeah. The podcast, anyone sends you any, med med uh, like, message or something like that? Uh, oh. These, uh, what do you call it? Um, I think if you click out and you're, like, you're going to talk to someone else. Does it? Oh, okay. The app or something. I think you have to actually stay on this uh, like medium. Otherwise, like you're just gonna lose your voice or something like that. Yeah. So what you were saying about Drake, we were still talking about that part when you went to his uh, your first concert when he was still yeah. not that big. Did we and lose? Did we lose the entire old recording? No, 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 no. We still have it. Don't worry. So oh, yeah? just the part when you were starting to explain uh, that he was a prick when uh, you oh, were like... Oh, yeah, that part. Uh, no, yeah, he, yeah. Wouldn't, he wouldn't sign anyone's autograph or take any pictures unless you were a girl. And I'm just like, yo, what the hell? This is, this is garbage. Why are you such a prick? And then, That's like, so dick move. Especially you spend 50 bucks to see his ass. He should be like, oh, my God, I'm thankful. People coming and like actually my music. I'm going to take a picture regardless if you're a dude or a girl. I think it's just someone who had like insecurities or yeah, something. That's why I, when I when I went to Pusha T and Pusha T was so nice, everybody, I'm like, yo, I'm I'm supporting you, bro. Yeah, legend. 
Yeah, Pusha T's actually like he'll push and he's a better rapper. So that's another exactly. Thing. And he doesn't have a ghostwriter. Yeah. I think it's so important for rappers. I'm just like, that's insane. How come yeah. they find they gotta talk? With like with female rappers, it's like I feel like all of them have to sell their bodies and they have to sell sex and it's like they don't gotta Well there'd be enough that like they didn't have to do that. Well so, sex sells. If you're not talking about that it sells, rappers male rappers talking about drugs and gun violence and having different bitches is also the same thing, is degrading for both sides. So I'm not really much against those women, but I just wanted to see virality. The way that they will come up with their rap, I want to see something that it will just intrigue me. Not just talking the same way of about your vagina and that you were a stripper. You don't, like, you, don't, you don't like Cardi B? I like some of Cardi B, but like with a very moderate dose. For me, female rapper that I would say that I would listen to like all, a, a lot. It, I would just go back then when I was a teenager. I would go with Lil Kim, Foxy Brown, those women. Even though they were talking about the same subject, they were at least making that a little bit different. When you listen to uh, How Many Leaks from uh, Lil Kim and then uh, what was the other song that she did again? I, uh, God, it just get out of my head. But even the lyrics are uh, similar even this, no, the topic is similar, is not the same lyric. She's not always going to say the same thing. I I was just like, last summer when WAP came out, I was just like, actually, I like this song because it pissed off a lot of people. No, I think it's, but the thing is, like, it, it's that raunchy that, like, like how much, but, like, I don't know, can you, is that something you could show your mom and be like, hey, mom, look at this song? Isn't this yeah. Great? But also, you understand that my mom is not like a regular mom to be, yeah, yeah I'm going to be offended for anything. She's just like, I don't care. <laughs> she do whatever she wants with her body. She yeah, just have to deal with that. That's all. My mom would not be that type of mom and be like, oh, my God, this is so disgusting. It's like, okay, she's celebrating her body. Cool. You're not worried about like, you don't think that like female rap has just sort of gone the same route like consistently. It's just like, it's just complete. Did, are you interested in like all female rappers? Like you don't got any problems with any of them? Or, like... uh, I I I listen to some uh, Megan Thee Stallion. A little, Iggy? I, I'm not uh, Iggy. I used to listen to some of her songs, but now it's just that because, like you said, it's a lot of like similar, and also the beat is the same. I I like when the the, the rapper is more creative, where they will be like, you know what. I'm going to uh, make the song this way. And also the beat will be different because seriously, I, I tried to listen to Megan Thee Stallion album. And to me, it was just like the whole album was just the same beat. I was just like, damn, that, how people survive that and be like, oh, right. And I'm not a TikToker. So I don't understand like a lot of that so those songs. So I would just go to where... I can hear the nuances, the diff a storytelling in the album instead of, yeah, you talk about, um, what was that? Savage after that body, after that is another song that is a, a different title, but it's the same subject again. I'm just like, wow, okay, you struggle with that? Cool, man. I mean, the thing I mean, is, if a female is like lyrical and like spitting bars after bars, like, I mean, I've seen females that do that. There are female rappers who like, yeah. But, like, they don't get any, like, play. Like, no one's really, like, paying attention to them. 
it's normal because unfortunately it's just that now they want something that goes quick something that goes viral instead uh, remember the song uh, uh well i don't know the basset uh, challenge yeah i don't i don't even know who was that rapper all i knew is just that they were that song everywhere and people were just doing that basset challenge it, you know when it started on tiktok it would land on the other social media stuff so I look at it, I listen to it, I was like, wait a second, this is Nelly, <laughs> what the hell? And then they're like, oh no, she kind of sampled that part of the song and just make it her, her own. And then it's just that part that is actually good. And I listened to it, I was just like, oh, I get it. So the whole song actually is personally thinking, is boring as fuck, but that part especially was pretty cool. And then I was like, oh, the, I get why is TikTok viral, this kind of thing. But a lot of female rappers now, I'm not, I'm not really much into it. Even Nicki Minaj, even though I know she have a shitty personality, she's addicted to a lot of people. But at least that woman can rap. You know, like when Nicki, be- like, I used to like, I used to be a complete Nicki hater to be honest with you. But like sometimes when you have like her freestyles and stuff, like you, you're like, wow, she's actually like, yeah. And by the way, remember that Nikki came out when none of those females was there yet. So she was the only, uh, at the time, the only female that it was relevant and rapping. So, of course, we had kind of like an over-saturated uh, of her music, and people got sick of it. That's why people were like starting to hate her. But her personality, that's the thing that for me, I, it just make me not being fully with her. There's some stuff about her that I'm just like, Really, we get, you're supposed to, to show support to other female rappers, not just to be like, I'm going to uh, make sure that I am the only one getting the bag. There's room for everybody. If you have 50,000 that baby, baby, baby names the rappers, why there will not be uh, three or four different female rappers that also are on the, at the top? That's the part that I had like issue with Nikki. But when Remy Ma came with <laughs> Sheeter, I think that was the moment where people were like, oh my God, Nikki got roasted by another female rapper. And Remy Ma was also uh, one part of the rappers that I enjoy listening to. I mean, Same she, thing. She, I mean, she's a classic rapper, but I mean, I yeah. think Nikki, for, for like, she was like, she was dominant for so long, right? She just, yeah. didn't, want, she just didn't want someone like taking her spot. Which I think at this point, there's pretty much a few handful of rappers female ones that are basically being challenger spot, right? Oh, Cardi yeah. B is probably right. the biggest no. one. Well, Not that Cardi, Cardi is that, that good of a rapper, but I mean, she, yeah. she's made hits, so I mean, you can't really... But also, Cardi came out of nowhere. Like, people did not expect that that reality show girl would be able to hit, uh, to put, like, some number ones. When Bodak Yellow came out, I was just like, I'm not going to listen to that. People talking too much about that song. And then one day I listened to it, I was like, Actually, I like it. <laughs> it took me time. And then I was like, okay, I got it. I, I see now why. And her, the fact that she came and also challenged Nikki, it was a way for her to also open up for those other rappers, female rappers to come out. But the only thing is just how the, 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 the stripper culture rap is going to be because Soon enough, people there will maybe uh, there will be a new female rapper that will come with something else, and people are gonna enjoy more. And those female rappers are gonna die out because they will be like, "We're sick and tired of you talking about your booty, how you are able to jiggle it, but your men still cheating on your ass." I don't know. Man. I, I feel like there's been like 
30 years of time for like a very lyrical rapper. The last, I mean, is, was Lauren Hill a rapper? Was she a Well, technically, she does not count as a rapper because she was always have been a singer, but she can rap. She's pretty lyrical, though. Oh, yeah, she's super lyrical. She, I mean, the woman just dropped one album and it came out over uh, 20 years ago and it's still relevant today. She just dropped one album. She didn't even need to do anything else. The misunderstood of Lauren Hill today still is a classic and it's also very relevant. You listen to uh, that song that she, she did uh, where it called Do Up or whatever. That was the title or something like that. You listen to that today, you will see people get up and go to dance to it because it's really good. What's with like people like who make like classic one-liner albums? Then do you're still yeah. talking about that one album? Like it's like, don't you think that there needs to be a consistent follow up? Like you say, Nas, right? Nas yeah. had the Illmatic, and yep. then and the Godson. Yeah, I mean, then he never really made anything that was that much of a follow up after that. You know what I mean? Yeah, he just. Like, I feel like it's just depend. If you fall onto the pressure to either reheat what you already had or you be super creative and take risks. Uh, like, for example, I'm going to take example to J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. Those two, to me, they are solid. They are already building up uh, uh, their legacy as a legend because from the moment they dropped their first EP, all that, they were able to be like, you know what? I'm going to do me. I'm not going to fall with just the trap of the uh, same thing. Kendrick came with the storyline of even though he grew up in the hood, he's not the kid who's like a part of, of the gang. He's just telling you how he survived. People were like, damn, I relate to that. And also the, the storytelling was good. Um, good Kid, Mad City. You hear a full story in that album. I listened to it like over and over and I'm still not sick of it. And then after that to Pimple Butterfly, another uh, uh, self-contained story about a situation that it was fucked up but it's still yeah, fucked up is like, but, can, you, can you can you can you actually top that at any point like he made the his opening stuff like section 80 was really good oh I yeah that. i actually prefer that over all of them but uh to, i think was, go, go kid or bad city was probably his like most like stunning classical album and then to pimp a yeah. butterfly a lot of people that's critically acclaimed as well so then it's like damn was like Kind of a it was it was a drop in quality from the other two, but it's like how much higher can someone go? Like I think he's arguably he's yeah. put up enough projects to be classified as a legend already. Like if he were to die, he'd be in mm-hmm. people's top ten easily. Oh yeah, I know that. I know he will be. And same also for J. Cole. Like, same thing. Yeah, I would make the argument he has a better discography than Eminem. Like Eminem had Eminem show with the Haven yeah. album. Some of his I feel like I, I honestly I would put Kendrick Lamar's like albums versus Eminem. I'd say yeah. Al, Al, Kendrick Lamar has a better collection than Eminem right now. Oh yeah, I know. I know because the quality of what Eminem also is talking about is different. And also we have to remember one thing. He is a, a, in a different mind space. Uh, and uh, the ages also count. It's like when they say, that, oh, yeah, Jay-Z can still drop another. No, 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 no. Jay-Z is in, in his 50s. He doesn't need to put out another album because he already have put out things that w- had set him as a great rapper. Even though I'm not a freaking crazy big fan of Jay-Z because at the time when there were the beef be- uh, between him and uh, 
a Nas, I was team Nas because I like always like the underdog just come up to for the big guy. I like some of the songs of Jay Z, like being big peeping and all that was pretty cool. But the Black album it changed a lot because even after that album, when he said that, oh yeah, he uh, it was uh, the Black album or the Blueprint that he said that he would retire after that. I think it was Blueprint. Yeah. So. Once he had dropped those albums, even if he really did retire, like for real, for real, and not coming back with the, these, he would have been great. He would be fine. He wouldn't even think about anything at all. But he still kind of like worked his craft because he knew that actually rapping is uh, still something from the street where you, you are battling with words, not just repeating the same thing every time. That's why a lot of those young like those Gen Z rappers with a multiple hair color, I don't listen to it because I don't relate. And I'm not shitting on that and say that, oh yeah, they do crappy albums. Like, uh, songs the thing like, is, like some of this new stuff, like I don't mind it. Like I think that like you just, I, I like to be hip to the streets. I like to know what's going on. I mean, yeah. Takashi 69 is pretty entertaining. Like it's, uh, it was funny. Outside of, outside of uh, his music, you mean? Yeah, I mean, it's entertaining. I like the trolling. I like people hating on him. I like, I mean, I, I would say there's a lot of bad stuff out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I mean, there's a, there's there's some of this stuff. I mean, I, I feel like rapping will always be a young man's, like, genre. Like, there's a certain I've point seen, where if you're really old, like, people aren't going to pay attention to you. Like, your, your no. words are going to hit. It's, it's music made for the youth, right? So. Exactly. So that's why I'm not hating that much on that. That's why I'm just like, yeah, it's not for me. That's clear. I'm saying that, no, it's not for me. But I get it when people are really into it. I get it. Because like, it's on their... You don't, you don't uh, like mumble rappers or what? I am... Uh, I can't. I'm not... I, I tried know. because even though I have tried once and I remember uh, there was like this YouTuber that I, I watched a video. I was laughing crazy that day because it's like, oh, those mumble rappers, you just... You play them all, oh, they all sound the same. I was like, okay, we're gonna listen to that. And he played it. I was like, I was well, not able to know who was what. what's considered a mumble rapper though. Is future I feel future is a mumble rapper, basically. He's a freaking mumble rapper, and I don't like his face either. Yeah, I don't people, like that. I don't get people who say he's hot, man. I've met a few girls who say yo future. Where? I know a couple, yeah. Oh, future so future really that hot? I don't know. No, he's ugly. He also have a very punchable face. So he wears big sunglasses to cover up his face. Yeah, well, he would need to wear more than that, like every time, all the time. His face, like, if he take off his glasses, he have really a weird ass face shape. Yeah, he's the one person I never understood. Like, uh, a lot of people just, I know a lot of people that really like him. And then I'm just yeah. like, I, I don't, I don't, I kind of like Young Thug, though. I'm not going to lie. I think Young Thug's pretty uh yeah Doug, he has his own thing i listened to like uh some of his songs i was like yeah it's not that bad it's just that he was uh um creating a lot of rough because he was saying that he was the new tupac or something like that it, it, was that him i don't know someone I, said I, that he was I the think, new I think tupac. Uzi said he was the new tupac. okay no i who said he was the new tupac i think eminem some, said he was, eminem said he was, or little wayne said he was the new tupac Everybody said that they're the new Tupac. Nobody's the new Tupac. Tupac was Tupac, okay? Yeah, they're Tupac. That's it. Event. Be just you. Be your own legend. That's all I want. It's just to create your own legend instead of Tupac, trying to steal. such a big legacy, man, though. I, I don't know. If I had to put, like, who's the greatest rapper? 
like there's a few people who will say Biggie. I would say I would still say Tupac, but I mean I agree. And also Biggie voice. Oh my god, I I I couldn't handle it. I couldn't. It's like what you know you it feels like someone he had like a big potato stuck in his throat. Yeah, like <laughs> I would just like he had a stuffy nose a little bit. Yeah, and also you know that he had cross eyes, right? That's why he was always wearing sunglasses. Yeah, I mean, like the thing is, like, too. I I think it's important for the rappers to actually have a message. Like, people will say, "Well, it's about flow and stuff," and I mean, maybe Biggie has a better flow than Tupac. A lot of people will say that, but it was super slow. Yeah, it was slow, but it was a very consistent slow. Like it was Rick Ross. Yeah. Tried to, Rick Ross tried to imitate Biggie's flow a lot. I've seen a few. Uh, now, now working. I don't think that uh, uh, Rick Ross should do that. He should just stay with what he knows. I just feel just the one thing, if just take example on Tupac, uh, Biggie, all those rappers from the 90s. If they all were like taking exactly what the one came before them and rapping the same way, rap would never evolve. They started to create their own thing. Tupac had this kind of like a kickoff with uh, poetry and also gangster rap. So it was something different. Biggie decided to go a little bit more slower and have a, a very uh, consistent tone over his music. But... The rappers from the early 80s, 70s, it was weird. A lot of people liked it, but for those who uh, were like the 90 babies and all that, yeah, they like would the, be like... I, I yeah, listened to like old, old, like, like Grandmaster Flash, all that stuff. Like, it's Yeah, just, it, it was different. It sounds weird. But I mean, I understand why. It just feels very old when you listen to it. And it's like... Yeah. Rap it became, old I think when very, is when rap became like poetry and it was like it, was, it had meaning and it wasn't just like some party thing and it was like yeah this is yeah. something to sit there that, and dissect you know what i mean that's the thing too rap was originally something about poetry where people were just uh, uh having a flow when they were telling a story or just uh being able to uh you know tell a poetry something that it was kind of beautiful and after that changed that to yeah murdering shit and all that <laughs> so it changed and that's why uh, you know this generation where they they call them member uh, rappers a couple of years from now like in a decade their own kid will come with something else they were like no rap was better in my time like let we me, are still I mean, I feel like mumble rap started 2016 so it's been five it's five rap is officially five years old now i think it started with like yadi and like little uzi vert and those guys yeah who are already like Everyone was calling themselves Lil something. I was just like, "What the fuck?" Well, you know, at the end of the day, it's all started. Little Wayne is the original little rapper, I think. Oh well, there was there were him and there was also another one. Oh no! After that, the others will call themselves Lil were kid, Lil Romeo, Lil Bow Wow. Oh my little god! Little this Bow- one- okay, yeah, there's Little Bow Wow. Like that was young, but I think. Oh little, yeah, little, I know. little Wayne was before Little Bow Wow and Little Romeo, though. I know, but the thing is, seriously, now let's talk about like those two corny ass people. Lil Bow Wow pissed me off now. Like, really, we are the same age, and he became a cornball. This man have to open his mouth on everything and everybody, and I'm done with him. He's like an old, like very uh, grumpy grandpa because he's still not able to sell any album since 2005. I think, like, but I mean, like, some people should expect that they can't have a career, like. Like I've seen like Soldier Boy consistently. Like he comes back every couple of years and he's trying to. Draco. No, it's not like any, nobody wants to listen to Soldier Boy. 
Technically speaking, back when he got famous, people really didn't want to listen to Soldier Boy. He just happened to have a one hit or two hits. Seriously, when that song came out, everybody was like, "You!" I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" Seriously, shut the fuck up. But it got very successful. It was, I think, that song was one of the first songs that it, it went viral. Yeah. When that word didn't exist yet, because it was on internet that we discovered that guy. I was like, what the hell? The Superman dance was like, okay. And people were doing it after that, like, oh, we tired of it. But dude, you were dancing on that five minutes ago. That's the kind of thing that was like, yeah, yeah come on. Be honest. No, I think that I, I'm, I'm, I think the Soldier Boys, you know, he, he, you got to give him props for it. Like, his music wasn't good, but he's the yeah. first uh, like, musician. To really capitalize and use the internet, like via like yep. MySpace, yep. YouTube, to actually like build a fan base. Yep. He is the first one. He actually paved the way for a lot of them because he he knew how he. I think he understood how that technology would just change the way that people consume music and discover our artists. No need anymore to go through all this uh, big label kind of shit and just drop their thing and it's done. But the, for me, I would not say that, oh, yeah, the music became crappier and crappier. It's just that every generation like their own thing. Do you think that your grand, grand, grandparents who were listening to music in the 1920s would not say that what we are listening, 90s babies or anything after the 20s were garbage fire? <laughs> like, look what happened in the 50s. People were like, oh, my God, rocks, rock music is terrible. When Elvis Presley stole rock and roll, because let's put that fact out. When he stole that thing, they were like, oh, this is blasphemous. It's terrible. What he's doing with his hips, he was doing something very ridiculous. But people were just going crazy. The teenagers thought it was great music, but their parents thought that it was bad. No, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, that's like it's meant to uh, eventually like, like, I mean, everyone's going to criticize every other thing that's coming out. I I don't know if it's just me or not, like. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm like in denial, or I'm like one of those old guys who try to like catch on to what the young people are doing. But I'm like, no. I'm, like I'm trying to like I I keep trying to listen to like the young stuff just to know what's going on. But I yeah. I, I feel like eventually I've sort of come to the realization that like my generation is already passed, and so now yeah. it's like a well, new generation. Yeah, a lot of you know a lot of uh, our therapists always explain that when we appreciate something, especially music we will always hang on onto the moment when we were teenagers. Mm -hmm. So it would be more on that side than anything else instead of uh, being like, oh yeah, we're going to evolve. It's just that after a certain age, your brain was just stop, just wanted to be receptive to new music. And it's good that you do that because at least you don't try to be judgmental and say that what you listen is crappy. At least you listen to it and then you'll be able to put out your opinion or either you just listen to it and you appreciate it. Me, personally, I just decided that I'm going to leave that to them. I'm not going to tell them, in my time, and that sounds like I'm 75 or shit, <laughs> and say, in my time, music were better. No. Music of my time was good for me, but for my parents, it was shit. And for their parents, what they were listening in the 80s was shit. And for their own parents, like every time you go back up, it was still being seen as very shitty. But when you, like... The only thing that I would say is frustrate me with music in general, especially now, is those extreme fans. You cannot say shit about their favorite artists. Critics, 
it's just, oh, they will say, oh, you're hating on them. No, I'm critiquing and say that what they did wasn't great. And this is why I'm not going to go say just like, oh, yeah, then and shit and this and that. Except for Drake, because I really don't like him in future. Those two guys, I don't like them yeah, as I, human. You really, I mean, Drake itself, like, I mean, he is kind of a, I don't know. I, I, I've missed, feel, I, I feel Drake is extremely overrated. Future too. Both of them. Like future just jet. I don't know if it's just me. I, I, I'm going to go on a future bandwagon. Future just sucks. You know, like, 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 baby mamas. I'm just like, how this celebrating a man would just spend his time to just spread his seed to different women. And after that, critic a woman uh, for, well, also those women are stupid to spread their legs to that ugly face. Even <laughs> well, Ciara, is, like, when you're what well, I've come to realize is when you're a rapper, man, like literally any woman you want is yours. Like they'll just like. But Dude, can you imagine how the standard is so low? That's really uh, so sad. I think it's so fucking sad that w- th- those women are uh, putting their own value so low because they are not seeing themselves as valuable and said, I have standard. Why would you go? Like, seriously, those rappers, I don't care if they have all the money of the planet. The ugly ass, I'm not going to do anything with that. No. Like, uh, it was like the conversation that we had uh, the other day when uh, I was t- telling you, if I am not sexually attractive to you, I will never sleep with you. Even you can be a billionaire, gazillionaire, I don't give a shit. I, I will not. I know, but do you think that, like, you don't necessarily need... To- what if you're, like, very attracted to the person's, like, personality? Can you get- this one part, maybe it can-, can help, but... Maybe you can overlook the, the nice personality. Future doesn't have... doesn't seem to have a nice personality. That guy looked like shit. I think it's celebrity and culture. It- I feel like celebrities are... I think it's dangerous that people... Like, we have a culture that values celebrities so much. Like, when you see a celebrity, you put them on a pedestal, oh, and then, like... I know. It's, it's like, you see, uh, when, uh, for example, people are telling me... Um, yeah, Beyonce is everything. I'm just like, can you stop that, please? But if I say something like that, they would say I'm hating on her. I am not. I'm just saying that she's a human being. She ha- she she is a human being. She wake up like everybody else. She also have she can have a stinky breath when she wake up. She poop. She have a period. So stop seeing her like a god, like she's perfect. If she was that perfect, Jay Z would not cheat on her ass with multiple women. Well, no, I feel like. But- the thing, is, the thing about that. cheating, man, is that people who cheat will cheat regardless. Like, it, it doesn't have exactly. to And see, that's where I was, like, recently with the double standard when Cardi B was like, oh, yeah, she's going to divorce Offset to teach him a lesson because he cheated. And people were, like, bashing her because she stayed with him. Why? But when Beyonce decided to write a full album and say that, yeah, her husband of all these years, the one that everybody was, like, Jay-Z is the luckiest man ever because seriously, look at that face. He hey. cheated on her with multiple women over years when she was pregnant, all that. But they're like, oh, she's putting her heart out there. And then he put an album where he's talking about it and said that, yeah, I was a terrible human being. And she uh, and all of her fans was like, she should stay with Jay-Z, give him a second chance. But when Cardi B, the one who is not the type of, uh, acting a certain image to be like, I am the perfect thing, they will be like, why you stay with a cheater? I'm just like, bitch, shut up. You well, were, you're saying is, that Jay-Z, is, Jay-Z, Jay-Z is very well-respected. So it's, 
they, they, I think it's people are being like, oh, we like Jay Z and Beyonce because that's a quintessential couple, right? Like that's no, people think about hip hop, no. they think about Jay Z and Beyonce. So it's like you can't, you can't picture them, picture them not together. So I think that, honestly, man, like I never understood. I never understood. Have you ever been a cheater or like you ever cheated on people? No. Oh yeah, I did. I know how it is. But then what? I don't understand. Here's the thing. Like I know friends who cheat, like who mm-hmm. have done it. Like, is there? Is it just you're not getting something out of the relationship, or is it just like you're you just want to do something, or is it like do you feel like like I I, I want to understand the psychology behind it because like I feel like when I'm in that situation or like whenever I'm in a relationship, it's always mm. like I have this contract between me and this person. I can't do anything. I can't really speak for everybody, but for me, it was like a um, two component. The first one, it was just that, yeah, I was born in the, re- I was bored in the relationship. And the second one is just that I had the option. There was someone showing me the interest that I wanted to have, the, 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 the attention that I was looking for. And I was at the point where actually I didn't know if I wanted to stay in that relationship. So to me, it was just easy if I was just cheating. I was even hoping to get caught until I was just done and be like, no, that's really bullshit. It's just better to leave the person. I I, I cannot speak for everybody who have been in that situation of cheating because everybody have their own reason. Me, it was just seriously, I was seeking attention. You're seeking and attention? And it was stupid. Okay, but then if you're seeking attention from the other person or from, like, you just were bored of your partner? Well, I I wanted it at first from, from my partner, but I wasn't getting that really much. And the worst part is, well, I wasn't communicating that as much that I should have. And I think that it just my feeling for that, for that person was just dying out and just that I was just like, yeah, almost done. So You think that once you're a cheater, you're always a cheater or what? You can be, but sometimes I, I also it, like I don't want to be set in stone. I feel like everyone is capable of changing, but just from what I've seen from people I know who cheat, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, they they're gonna just continue to cheat. I don't know, like there's something in certain people they just can't. Well, for me, it's just because I've been on both sides. You know, I've been the cheater and I've been cheated on. So all of that made me kind of like reflect and just change everything in my way. But for me, it was just clear. We were not communicating. I was not also clear with my intention. The guy was like telling me that, yeah, no, he really uh, was uh, in love with me. He wanted to be with me, but he he didn't understand why I did it. And I explained to him and said that, well, I didn't have the attention that I wanted. And he was like, what type of attention you wanted? And that was all my fault because I didn't tell him clearly what i wanted yeah because think about guys that like, you think that we, you think we women can, men can infer on like what you're thinking most guys can't man like we just need that's the part where since then i have stopped the idea of like hinting about something that's why since then from that experience it helped me be more blunt and direct with what i was feeling if something was bothering me i would say it i would talk about it since then, like seriously, it have made me have a different perspective on my way to communicate in, in relationship in general. And most of the thing is I decided to hurt that guy because I was afraid that he would hurt me first. So I was just, yeah, I'm going to do that. And also the other guy was showing me interest and said that, yeah, I find you very this and that and that, like everything. So 
I get the part when people is like, yeah, it's unfor- uh, is, uh, unforgivable. You can forgive also the person. But like you said, some people, especially when you are a, a, a serial cheater, I don't see how you can really change. If it happened once with just one person, you normally should be able to have like that click and have this kind of like, what the fuck am I doing? Why did I do this? How come I am doing this? So it just, again, depend on the person. And that's why I'm just like, everybody will keep and say that Jay-Z and Beyonce are couple goals. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up and sit down somewhere because you don't know what's going on in that relationship. What they're showing you is just some perfect pictures once in the blue moon. And you don't know if they fight every day, if she throw a plate on his head, none of that. But if you uh, have the audacity to say that, they're going to attack you and say that, yeah, you hate Beyonce. No, it's not hating her. You can't hear how pain, how much pain she felt on that Lemonade album because seriously, you are not going to make a full album where you are crying your heart out and say that, no, are you happy? I don't believe that. What's your point on that? A bit? what we have here <laughs> oh god did you hear what i was saying at the end or not no i i cut off like i start talking for a little bit and then like the thing just stopped and then i didn't quite what were you saying damn it i was explaining on uh like the image that people was like getting to themselves with the uh, uh the, this new cult of loving worshiping celebrities like they were gods or something and the, um when we were talking about the cheating situation all that and i'm just saying you know everybody have their own stories but most of it uh, of it is just that the guy the person who cheat on the uh, their partner the issue is not always the partner it's always themselves because first of all they are not communicating clearly their intention they're not telling what is bothering them but since me, my own experience, because I did it once, I never did it again. I never did it again because, first of all, I felt like crap. And also it made me uh, evaluate the person that I was. But for people like Jay-Z who had, like, cheated with multiple well, women. I have a question. What, not when just you, when you talk about cheating, like, there's levels There's mm-hmm. levels to cheating, right? Like, if you... Well, I just want to define what cheating actually is. Like, is it like texting somebody? Is it like you kiss somebody? Is it? No, I had you full have, sex, with, have sex with them. That, that's that's when it becomes cheating. For me, uh, uh, well, that's true. That there's different level because if you are, um, you can emotionally cheat on someone, while you would just uh, be emotionally more attached with someone else that is not a, your partner. That's also cheating, and I think for a lot of people, is probably maybe more hurtful than uh, the physical cheating. If you keep extending tests, a text with people, uh, uh, what, like with someone else all the time and being very flirty with our eyes, like hard stuff and very intimate kind of situation is considered cheating. A lot of people will realize that. Uh, I think they will say that, yeah, it's considered cheating. But for me, I went to the physical part and also it's cheating. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't have like, you know, that kind of conversation where I'm like, yeah, one guy who said that, like, if you 
have a random hookup with somebody and you have sex, that's considered mm-hmm. less bad than emotionally cheating. Because then there's it's just physical. But I suppose it's like cheating is cheating. Depend. It depends. Who is it? And also what uh, what what is happening with you at that moment? It's mentally you're just like in a place where you're having fun, you're super drunk. Yeah, that's not really much an excuse to have sex with someone that you barely know, knowing that you have a partner at home. Or, uh, alcohol itself. Yeah, alcohol food doesn't food. like stop your like stop. It doesn't like you can't make it as an excuse for like say like if you cheat on someone. Like you have to be you're conscious. Oh, people use it as an excuse. They were like, Oh, I was drunk. I was like, seriously? Like, even drunk, you still have like the conscious decision to take off your clothes, being fully naked with the person and just doing it. If you were blackout drunk and someone abused you, that's a different conversation. But if both of you were like, Yeah, let's do this as a decision. So, like, I mean, then you're like, you're sort of giving into what you already want, anyways. Yeah. But <sighs> I, I, I don't. And the crazy part, even though I noticed one thing, people who have been in that position, cheater or cheaty or whatever, they will always have the very much extreme reaction onto that. If someone else cheat, you would not be open minded and be like, Oh yeah, you can forgive because you know the pain that it creates you, and you know the pain that it creates to the person. So that's why when they are uh, like, because nowadays it seems like everything with Instagram is celebrating uh, baby mama's culture, cheating culture. It's kind of it's totally fine. You should if you go back with a cheater as long as they make a public apology. Why would they need to apologize to people instead of the person that they had hurt and go to therapy, work on that shit instead of, oh, yeah, I'm sorry about it. Oh, maybe make money on it and capital, uh, capitalize by making music, selling stuff. And then, yeah, I was a cheater. That's the part I have issue with. What do you think? I think like I think cheating, like if you think about a guys or whatever, right, like people are celebrating mm. like. Like if you if you listen to like rap songs, right? Half the songs like I'm gonna fuck your girl, I'm gonna fuck your baby, your your her, I'm gonna yeah. fuck her boyfriend doesn't know. Like and I just thought think about it like why are you not why just is it okay to brag probably, about banging someone's girlfriend? Like do you think it's okay to just yeah? Well, you also have like those very a uh, weird um thing where people even girls um I don't know if you listen to that, but it was uh in in the radio like. Uh, Avril Lavigne, the song Girlfriend, she was like, hey, I'm gonna steal your boyfriend. I was like, what the fuck? I think you need your new girlfriend and I will be the best one for that. Uh, this kind of stuff. You hear that also on both sides and we kind of normalize that. Like, I'm gonna steal the person who's taking and not looking at the one who's free. And same thing where you were saying with the baby mama. It's like, yeah, I'll fuck your baby mama. I'll take this, this. And it's like, okay, we got it. We'll take everybody. And they always make it feels like they're going to treat the person better than the one that they are with. I don't, yeah, I know. I'm still there. I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, it, yeah. it makes sense. Like, I just, I just don't understand the culture because if you think about it, like, if, like, I, I think Tory Lanez talks about it a lot. Like, you're, you're banging somebody and then they don't, he's like, you're banging somebody and, like, 
their boyfriend doesn't know, and then something about it, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and then I'm just like, that's nothing. It's like one of the oldest type of music that exists in R&B. My God, you know that I was like a big, big fan of Trey songs. Yeah. I still like his music though, but it's not the same vibe anymore. What his behavior just pissed me off now. I'm just like, I'm going to pump the gas on this man. He's still cute, but R&B music from the day one, they always like, I'm going to treat you better than your man. I, I take your woman. I do her this and that. And then she's going to forget about you. It's like, uh-huh. And after that, you have another song where they're like, I'm sorry, I cheat. You're like, what the fuck? You're like saying, you're going to steal someone else's girlfriend. And after that, that girlfriend become yours. And you're like, I cheat on you. I'm sorry. Take me back. I was like, damn. <laughs> you, you start off by like being like a, being proud of cheating. And then it's like, you're it's, it's the culture is going to come back to you like you've normalized it right if you know it yeah but the worst part i noticed that a lot of those guys who cheat they're not taking well when they are the one on the other end of the other thing they are not taking that well i think there's a certain sense of male entitlement right it's like my woman is supposed to be loyal to me or like I, i'm the man. but also you know in hip-hop culture especially right now, I hate what they call struggle love, where you have to struggle through all the BS that the man is putting you through and you have to stick there for him. He's cheating on you, you stay. He's uh, uh, going through some crazy ass thing, you stay. He have a, a baby outside of your wedlock or if you're married with him, you stay. This kind of thing is just piss me off. Why we don't celebrate like healthy marriage where the man is just seeing just his woman uh, or their partner just seeing them not trying to 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 cheat here and there and after that do those stupid video apologies yeah. and pretending yeah. that yeah it's gone i never understood that because like the cost of divorce like it's so expensive like you're gonna be broke like your life is man marriage is already expensive so imagine divorce is even worse like those two together you are super dead it's a lot of money to just throw out the window. Yeah, weddings in itself. Like, I feel like weddings are overrated. If you really need to spend 30... Yeah, I know, wedding costs 30K in this country. Like, what are you really going to get out of it? Like, spending 30K on, like, what, one little party that, like... In one day. Exactly. Not even a little party, one day. It's not even a full week or three months. No, it's just one day. Just, like, $10,000. That's the price of a new car, man. Just like 30, 30 grand, like you said, it can be like a good down payment for a nice house. Oh, just that if you're like me, very much like became, I think over uh, a certain, after a certain age, you start to think about it in a different lens, but others will be stick with that fairy tale kind of stupidity wedding. Me, after I turned, I would say 28, I was kind of like changing totally my vision on how a wedding day should be because. In my early 20s, my God, I, I wanted that big-ass dress, 400 guests, even though I don't know that many people. Yeah. And then even, like, even the, the, the <laughs> ring crazy. itself is so freaking expensive. Like, is it even necessary? I don't even know. Well, it depends also with who you're dealing with. If you and your, and your partner, because that has to be an open conversation before that. Because now we are not into, you have to surprise with a diamond that have to be the size of a fist. You have to look first of all with what you have in your wallet, if you're capable to pay that or not. The story, the the, the stupid thing where it have to be a two month salary, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. Is that 
I'm think, sorry. I know a lot of people that I personally know that don't even have savings of two months salary. It's sad. See? You don't have savings for that, but you're going to ha- go uh, uh, have a, like a credit for uh, to go buy a ring. No, that's you know, ridiculous. a lot of people, a lot of people also, just go ha- just buy their wedding on credit card, right? So it's like you start your life off with debt. It's like that, there's no logic in it, you know what I mean? No, it's not that you start your life out of debt, you just continue your life in debt because you started your debt when you are a student with student loan. And if you're not managing that well, it's going to be with you until you're 45 because you, you're like, oh, yeah, letter, letter. Yeah. And then, like, and then, you, then, and then like, you make the minimum payment and you make enough to get by, but you're not actually tackling the, like, the principal, right? And then, and then just yeah. going to be interest. It's like credit cards. If you make a minimum payment, credit, and then you could just, you're, you're never going to get rid of that. You know what I mean? I know. Hey, by the way, you're talking about that. I was able to get rid of one of my credit card. I paid it at all full, and now I am debt free from that part, and I'm happy. Because I don't like own money, and the crazy thing is, even though with my li- the limit that they get you, you're gonna pay like three times more than what you uh, had actually uh, intended to have. The money that they give you, you pay more than what you have in your pocket after that. It's ridiculous. But the wedding thing is just that also they glamorize that shit too much. Like you have to have those fancy things and the guy have to get you Bentleys and those Birkin bags. I'm just like, really? And the Birkin bags, why they keep on giving you those extravagant gifts? Because they want you to forgive them when they cheat on you. See, get back again to that. I would, I would, Look those for Birkin example, bags are actually that nice though. They're just expensive for no fucking reason. I can find like a very regular bag in uh, Urban Planet that look way better than a Birkin. So, <laughs> and it, it will be just that's personally my taste. But people are now onto the rich culture where they're just to look at those people spending, like uh, that uh, female rapper Sweetie and Quavo. Wait, how who say his name? I, I call him Quavo. I don't know why, but it's just yeah, him. When they were together, he would offer her Bentleys for no damn reason and also have like the Birkin's bags and like those crazy uh, watch like with the ties on, uh, a lot of diamonds on it. Why you offered a random gift like this to your girlfriend so then people can see how you you spoil her? Because when you're a rapper, your your image is built on studding. So if you don't have like, really? if you don't buy these nice things, you're... Uh, you're gonna look at be looked at like a loser. Like what I was told, like even like when they go when a rapper goes into a strip club, they have to throw it so much mm. money. Oh yeah. Even though like they might not want to because they're just expected. I that's what I, man, strip clubs are horrible. That, that's another you can make it I can make an entire like video just about strip. I hate strip clubs. But I mean that's Oh. <laughs> you hit strip club. Uh, have you I've been, been in strip one? Clubs and I, it's my friends dragged me for my AT. It was a horrible experience. I could I could share it with you, but uh, <laughs> go ahead. I oh, want to hear that. Eighteen years old, right? It was the first time I ever saw a pussy yeah. and a naked woman. It was just weird, but like I was just like, "What the hell's going on?" Like, and then they're like, "Okay, we're gonna pay for this lap dance." Uh, and then like I just was just really nervous and awkward. The person was like, "You are you sure you're even eighteen? You look like you're twelve. Like I I didn't hit puberty until late. Like I just looked really young." Anyway, she's just like dancing yeah. or whatever, and she's like, "You just look so uncomfortable. She's like, what the hell's going on?" And like, she had like really shit pierced nipples that were like the piercing. 
she she, she ended up putting her tit in my mouth, and I I think it got stuck, and it was just like, oh, 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 and I'm like, what the hell's going on? And, yeah, and no, <laughs> it was terrible. And then she's just like, why are you so uncomfortable? I didn't know what to say, so I was just like going to make conversation. So I was like, uh, so I got an ask question for you: Is your mom proud of what you do? And then boom, she's like, yeah, we're done. Like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah I got kicked nerve. out of a strip club on my as an eighteen year old. Like it was just, it was just terrible. <laughs> How do you get kicked out of a lap dance? You are the lap dance is already paid. She just lets. Yeah, she had you know, the thing. The thing about strip club, like, it's like you get what you get out of it. You get a dance. You get like this. It's like you, you okay. end up like going home with like nothing to show for it, and it's like you're just like, why did I spend that money? So that's why I, I it's just oh, something well. that I would just avoid like at all costs. It's like what are you gonna get out of it? But you see, the thing here is strip club are not um I would say they're not classy on this continent. Because I saw the difference in Europe is more classy and the woman would not just throw their titties in your mouth. Because first of all, they have to make sure that you're comfortable. If you're not, they will uh back off or maybe just to hold on on the dance and try to make you comfortable have conversation with you to make you relax all that and i that's just my vision as a european is more classy over there than here and also poor you you were 18 and your friends are dicks to do that to you because you didn't ask for it i yeah, guess no. but they're like this is what you have to do when so, you're 18 because like i was like I, i developed really late like i didn't really date in high school I didn't really do anything. I didn't have it. At that point, I had zero experience with anything, right? So they're like... And you never saw a, a naked no. a, a body, a, a, like, face-to-face -face until that It was a stripper. What about a porn? Well, I, When I did didn't you start really to watch, watch porn? porn? I watched porn very late, man. Like, the first time I even, like, jerked off, I think I was, like, 50. Yeah. Like, and it was, like... I didn't even mean to. It was by accident. Like, I... I Like, I had, like, but my balls were itchy one day, and then I was, like, I wanted to itch them, and then, boom, it exploded. And then I was, like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, I'm, like, God, Allah, forgive me. Allah, forgive me. And I went and took a shower. I'm, like, God, please forgive me for what I just did. I didn't even know what, so I didn't even know what the hell that was. Oh, yeah, because in, uh, in your household, you, you didn't They have didn't talk about Because every time you ask anything about sex or anything, it was just, like, go, go read a textbook. Even when my sister was like, yeah. like, mom, I'm having a period. Uh, Here's a pad. Figure it out. We don't talk about it. Oh, God. That's bad, yo. That's that's sad. But you know what? I See, this is just another example of saying that there are so many like different stereotypes about men that they were supposed to already. It's technically kind of like, say, if you're a dude, you're supposed to already start to jerk off when you and your mom wound or something like that. It's no. not the case. Yeah. Every guy on not a No, because you don't feel sexually attracted to women until you're like 12, 13, yeah. really. Like you're not actually like attracted. So it's like so, the, yeah. so then there's you, then there's no reason to jerk off if you're not if you're not attracted, right? Like yeah. I think I was I think I was purely an asexual till I was like 13 years old. I'm not even joking. And then one day like something clicks in your brain. But I mean until that point, you're really like I, I just wasn't thinking about it. Like it just didn't cross my head. Oh, yeah, I, I totally get what you're talking about because me, I decided to kind of like block it from my head from the moment that I was supposed to be like, yeah, like, guys, I want to do this. I just blocked it in my head. I decided that until very late, 
very late with my official real boyfriend. That was when I was started like, okay, so touching that part is actually making stuff. And I was just surprised. And I was more curious like that and have conversation with my mom. My mom always have been super open with me for those kind of things. Never trying to shame me and said, oh, yeah, no, no, don't ever do that. She's like, oh, no, it's normal. You're discovering your body. I'm like, huh? You're not mad? She's like, no, why should I? And by the way, here, condoms if you need them. <laughs> I was like, ah, okay. I remember my, uh, like, the first day of health class in grade seven. We're going over, like, like terms of, like, about like human anatomy and stuff like that and i was raising my like i heard this word i'm like i asked the teacher she's like what what term are you confused with i'm like what the heck is an erection whole class starts laughing at me and then i'm like i legit didn't know what an erection was like that's how innocent i was and then i come to yeah. realize like kids are probably like probably like third graders are probably like doing blowjobs and stuff at this point like Hey, now they have competition about those stupid things, which I don't get. They have competition on who can do as much. I I was like, wait, at 13, I was still like, no. I was still hanging on to my Pokemon time. And also, uh, what was the the competition of that? Oh, I talked about it this morning. Um, Not Pokemon, but the other one where they have also like monster that you have to capture. Did you I would just stick with that. Yeah, so Digimon. Like, Digimon. I was, was just way shittier than Pokemon, that. if that's what you were asking. Like, Pokemon is way better. Oh. Like, don't get me. I discovered Pokemon in 98. It was great. And then after Digimon came out, I was like, yeah, I'm on it. Like, everything that is, like, those things, I was still, like, holding on to my youth, I guess. Oh, man, I wish, like, I regret, because now I see how expensive those cards are. I regret not like, Me too. not like buying some I and just like keeping them safe and like keeping like an unopened pack because I'm like oh my god there's like uh yeah I, um, god and the crazy thing is I was able to have the rare card with Mewtwo and I had them like I had a hundred uh, of uh, those Pokemon cards and I was just like damn what happened now looking you back are they all gone at this point? I had the one that came out in 98. So meaning that the very first one. And also same thing with the the Game Boy. When the first Pokemon game uh, came out, I had that too. I'm just like, so like right now, I'm so frustrated. But like, my God, if I could just travel back in time, I would be rich with all the games that I had. Like all of them. I would have gone back and bought like 100 Pokemon like packs and just like not opened any of them. And then. Yeah, I had some of them. Actually, I had three different packs that I never opened. I was like, yeah, I'm going to keep that really well. And then one day I was just like, oh, I'm too old for this now. I'm going to just throw it away. And that was the biggest mistake of my life. Did you throw away your cards too or do you have any cards left? I have nothing, nothing else. You didn't keep anything? No, no, normally when I move, I always do like a big cleanse. And just to throw other things that I think is not needed anymore in my life. So the evolution and all that. Those Pokemon cards are needed. <sighs> to me, it was my way to holding on until innocent time. And then I, I, I don't know. I was like, I'm too old for this. I was like, stupid. Too old. Yeah. I mean, like nostalgia too. <laughs> like, I feel like there's a certain point where like. And you oh, can yeah. hold on to like, like memories and whatever. And, I know. 
Like a lot of stuff that we had before all the technology stuff came in, damn, those games were pretty dope, yo. Like um, when the first PlayStation came out, I played that. I had like some weird ass version of uh, uh, Tomb Raider, Lara Croft, when her boobs are all square and triangle. Today will still be a fortune. And I was just, I mean, at the time, you know, when you're a kid, you don't think too much about it. A lot of things like that, you don't think about it and say that, oh, yeah, in the future, it will be like this and it will worth that many, uh, that much. You don't think about that, that part. So, yeah. Man, I, I, but I, I think like, you think about like baseball cards. We knew baseball cards that are worth a lot of money that are old. I mean, mm-hmm. you, I think the idea, the fact that it's Pokemon is still popular. So then the idea is the old stuff, eventually people are going to want to buy back their old memories. So I could have seen it. I could have, oh, if no. I had to predict, I knew they weren't going to completely mm. go away. Like I knew that they weren't gonna, just going to be like worthless. I didn't realize they'd be oh, worth as me, much money as, as they are now. But... Because there was a freaking craze with Pokemon, like t-shirt, watches, I think, I think shoes, Pokemon is like popular, everything. To be honest with you. Oh god, yeah, it was super popular. But for me at the time, I didn't thought that it would stay like this for too long because, you know, you see some games and uh, other things that for kids it come and goes. It's like right now I am is uh, re-exploring some uh, cartoon that I used to watch. Do you remember uh, A Arnold? Yeah, hey, hey Arnold's dope. Yeah. Oh my god. And I was just like, damn, how come we don't have this type of cartoon anymore? Because it was smart. It was ahead of its time. And I love. I still. I still. I, I know that I will be still able to watch that show and enjoy it. And same thing with the, um, you know, with those babies okay. uh, that I was talking about. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I love hey that show. Better than Rugrats, but I mean, I'll give it Rugrats. It's pretty good. Hey, our props for that because it was also a good show. But my favorite was a-, a Arnold. It was winning all the time. <laughs> my Saturdays and Wednesday were dedicated for those shows. Oh God, I, I remember those. They were good. Sure. They were good. And we were t- actually uh, Arnold. What I liked, I was uh, able to identify with that because it was a, a story of about kids living in urban instead of seeing them in suburban like other, uh, you know, all those uh, other cartoons. Because they're like, oh yeah, I have a house or yard. But there was like they live in the city. I know how it is. I was living that, and I enjoyed it because. It was also diverse. Yeah, that's under- if you yeah, I just, No one had a yard in that show. I don't even know. Yeah, because they were in the city. Yeah. Let's realize that. Yeah. And the characters came from different backgrounds. It was amazing to see that. That show was actually way ahead of um, its time. Like, I could still watch the show yeah. and still like, you know, these are, these are really good episodes. And also it was very uh, realistic because it was showing that uh, it wasn't always like at the end of the episode, everything goes amazing and you have it erupted until like a very nice bone to that. See, everything is good at the end of the day. They learned the lesson, even though they are not succeeding into whatever they're doing. And that's what the thing that I loved about A. Arnold. And it was really much grounded into reality and say that, yeah, life is tough. But as a kid, you're doing the best you can is enough. Mm-hmm. That one I've, I thought it yeah, was Yeah, the great. one thing I'll say about, like, you think about, like, Pokemon, right? You watch an episode of Pokemon. 
I mean, it's an okay. It was an okay yeah. show, but we. It was like you kind of knew exactly what was going to happen at the end of the show. Every oh episode. yeah, very- they're gonna end it, and Pikachu is gonna still be cute. Exactly, and, P- and Team Rock was gonna blast off. Like, but exactly. And I mean, I, I mean, watch it because it's like it's there, and you like the freaking the card. The game, the games are better than the show itself by far. I was more into the game than the show because the show was just like seriously start to piss me off. It's really annoying. It's always the same thing again and again. And then I was like, it was actually distracting me because you remember there were that one time when in Dragon Ball Z, um, Sangoku was just fighting. Like all the episodes were just him keep fighting, fighting, never, fighting. Never had that one. I, like, like, I think it was like Frieza Saga, like when he was in Namek. And he was literally, yeah. Had, it was like a, a fight scene that lasted for five episodes. And it's like this nothing. You big, know why? Yeah. You know why? It's just because the creator of the manga actually uh, they had uh, exceed the manga, and he didn't finish uh, the story yet. So that's why they were just passing that episode, him fighting, to give him time to write the next uh, manga about it. I was like, oh, find out like five thousand years later, because at first I was like, wow, that must be exhausting. <laughs> That's why I would just go to other stuff and watch my other shows because I was just like, no, I can't. I mean, Dragon Ball Z was fight. a really was a show that's a really had of its time, like in terms of what it. Oh, I, I feel bad good, that like the actually, sequels after just weren't as good as Dragon Ball Z. Like Drake GT was okay. Yeah. The one after that, it was just like it got just got too much. But uh, after a GT, I don't know what. Uh, it was, was after. Called, it's just was like one called movie. AF. I think it was called After Future, and then they had like a bunch of weird. Like you never get it where it's so new and modern that you, like you don't just you, mm-hmm. you just don't recognize anybody and you don't know what the hell's going on at that point. It's like, why am I watching this? Like I followed. It just because yeah, I followed up to all the way up to GT, and then eventually I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. I can't. This is just too much. Yeah, get the hell out of here. I I I stopped also at uh, actually I stopped at GT like in mid season they had stopped to kind of like show it back in France and I was just like it's not the same yeah I get it that they are focusing on his son but he's still like the same age but I like the two original one like Dragon Ball yeah. and Dragon Ball Z for me that was like excellent but Ball Z was like way better than the Dragon Ball because Dragon Ball yeah Son Goku came as a kid. He was doing some weird action and again today will be so inappropriate but i liked it but oh my god that show was amazing dragon ball z every time i was making sure that i would be on time just to watch even the intro i didn't care even if i watch it a million times i would like go and watch it again and again i love that show i don't i don't feel i don't feel there's going to be a replacement for that or like I've go- I've, no. I've tried to watch some of the new animes. Some of them are okay, but like, it's not the same. Well, you shouldn't watch like those new anime with the same expectation as for Dragon Ball Z. And um, uh, what I would say, do you watch also Naruto? I've, I watched a bit of Naruto. I I got into it. Like I like the uh, I like the dude, the the guy in the Nakab, the guy in the Burk, Takashi. Yeah. Uh, whatever his name is, like it, it was. A, I I I I didn't get fully into it, but like mm-hmm. I see why people really like that show. And then I watched it, but I'm just like, <laughs> this one is kind of like the 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 easy cheat to say how much you love uh, uh 
anime for those who want to say that oh yeah they love anime and they was like oh yeah which one is your favorite they're gonna go naruto i'm like that's the easy answer because it's mean that you don't really know anime there are others that are oh amazing naruto is a good one um what was that one piece is also something else I, I want, but you I, have I, to get weird so he's a pirate that's cool that's- yeah so see if I hear someone telling me that they like anime and they don't, they drop uh, like names that the main street does not know as much, I'll be like, yeah, you really do know your anime because it's too easy to do. It's like, yeah, I love Naruto. I was like, really? Or oh, Attack on a Titan. Really? Watch Attack on a Titan. Was it actually good or no? I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> and hear me out. My, uh, Work spouse, now ex uh, uh, place that I used to work. Also big fan of Attack on the Titan. I was like, okay, I'm going to give it a chance. And then uh, Buzz Guy, also the same. It's like, yeah, Attack on the Titan is great. I watched it the first season. I was just like, why the fuck did I waste my time watching this? I was pissed. But a lot of people love it. I was like, okay, you love it, guys, but I am not a fan. I am not a fan of you're, that. You're, at you're, all. you're I, to a point where you like invested too much time into a show, and even if you don't like it, you're like, I have to keep finishing it just because I've already put in time into the show. Yeah, I I have that kind of thing sometimes. I'm just like, I have to put up with this shit. I have to finish it just because, and then not really care. Just let it run. But for animes, I'm not doing that really much. I, 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 because you know, some uh, animes they are telling like stories in there, and I wanted to really understand maybe it was intentional that they start a certain way. But for Attack on the Titan, I was just lost. I couldn't. I couldn't. I mean, if you watch it long enough, I mean, you'll get the idea okay, they're big, they're giant, and they eat people, but then it's like, yeah, okay. no. I also, you know, when I start to lose interest in, on uh, a show and I ask for spoilers. If the spoiler uh, that it was giving to me, it would not intrigue me to figure out how it gets to the spoiler, I would not look at it at all. So that's what happened. A lot of people were like, oh, yeah, Attack on the Titan, the thing is uh, we are not able to explain how it's going to end and where those giant cannibal thing came from. I'm like, so it's not intriguing. They're just fighting this ginormous thing for no reason. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, well, no, I'm cool. No, it's not. So at that I, point, I, I, would, I would just give up. I wouldn't even... Like, I, I got bored of, like, really, like, where, like, the story is just purely, like, very unbelievable. I'm starting, even, while, even for animes, I want to start watching the ones that are more, like, based around regular people doing regular stuff. Yeah, I like those one too. But also, I like the one that is exploring, like, old Japanese myths. Like, um, not all the old Japanese myths, but, for example, um, Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, I love that one. Because I grew up watching it, right? The original one. And then they did a, a follow-up that call, is called Brotherhood. And I wanted to watch that one. But I heard a lot of people not liking it as much as the original. I was like, well, I'm still going to try it because I really do love the original. And uh, I didn't finish it yet. And I'm discovering other anime that are on Netflix right now. And uh, one of them is DTO or something like that. There's one on Netflix called Food Battle. This guy's a chef. And yeah. He's fighting. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I added on my list and said, I'm going to watch it. It seems I, funny. I, I like it, some actually, anime. Loki, it's actually pretty good. Like, you watch. Yeah. 
the guy was like a yakuza ola and then he's like a, a house husband he's very he say it's very serious like a job i'm just like yeah i'm gonna watch that i like when this make me laugh as well and um there were a time in france there were a time where they were uh, just to pass a lot of 80s anime and i was just like this is my shit Uh, there were one of them, my favorite, and also kind of like promote a lot of abuse. It's called um, City of Hunter. And uh, that, that one that was from like, the 80s? yeah, he is uh, like a private eye and um, he worked with like that female was extremely jealous, but he is like uh, obsessed with looking at the woman underwear, like for no reason. He would do just very inappropriate like, stuff and she like would just laugh her head. Sort of. Yeah. But it's really funny. Me, I find it funny, but today a lot of people will be offended because snowflake situation going on. But it was one of my favorite. I watch, oh my God. Yeah, I grew up just loving anime and also manga. I love it. Because some of them, they are able to do like those very complex stories and others is just really simple and you just enjoy it. It's really cool also to discover other culture through their animation. I feel like it's really interesting. Uh, If you have to watch one specific anime, I will recommend you to try. It's called Monster. Yeah. And that one, a limited series. And seriously, the story is well told. And um, the, 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 the creator of that anime, oh, actually the writer of that manga, he kind of said the story in Germany. And uh, it's a Japanese doctor there. And he's going through some weird ass shit. But he is very much, I would say, grounded and you feel like they're very real the way that he expressed himself and also the worries that he has is really interesting yeah. you know what's a good anime that's underrated a lot of people don't watch it or they've never watched it it's this rap as an it? it's an anime called back one million chop squad and basically it's this guy and he joins like a mm-hmm. band and they're like trying to get a record deal and they're like not going anywhere and then they try then they eventually get a hit and it's like chronicling them from being no, like I- a nobody like making a group mm. to making and like the music is really good in that because they're all like it's, it, it, it's a different type of like anime but uh yeah it, it's cool because i don't really i haven't seen an anime like that before or since but uh, yeah that's the good a good thing it's just that unfortunately i feel like here we are limited with what uh type of anime we can have Like we are limited with the variety is just that it seems like it's a small community that are able to talk about like some craziest anime. But what I don't like is just that how they make you excluded. If you don't know one anime and is their favorite, damn, they're going to shit on you like crazy. It's like, oh my God, you don't watch us. Like, uh, dude, I don't even know that I think existed. It's like anyone will say that they never watch any movie of uh, Ayao, Ayao Miyazaki and say that, yeah, I am into uh, animations. Like, are you sure? Not even one. Princess Mononoke doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> that castle in the sky, this kind of thing. I don't even know what the hell that is. Those are classic animes movies. And they yeah. are also on Netflix, by, by I mean, the I way. Thought, like, like, Princess like Mononoke. Classic anime, like My Friend Totoro. Like, isn't that like... That's the guy who did that. Yeah, my friend Totoro. That's the same guy who did that. He's like the the god of anime. People seeing him like he's he's very perfectionist. And when he dropped one, people would just go AF and be like, yeah, that's his best work. It's like, 
here, watch it first before saying that. So yeah, no, he he. No, I realized like I'm surprised. Like, has an anime movie won like, uh, what do you call it, an Academy Award or whatever? Because I feel like these. Yeah. Yeah, and it was from that guy. I mean, those are literally like quality pictures that are like up par with like anything that's like been created before. Think about it. Yeah, because because they work very hard on it, and also you know how Japanese work at it is. They're seen as insane people when they work on something. It's true, they are kind of insane, but they give you quality. Like, really, you watch the anime, you can see the difference between uh, animation did, uh, done onto, like, let's say Disney, Pixar kind of thing, and animation did by Japanese and the storytelling, how it just like how they're able to make the thread all connect and the story work. Disney will just always go with like something already existed. We're going to just reheat it a little bit, make it look good. And then you go. And after that, you're like, where's the story? Where's the plot line? Why I am not so invested with this character. They used to do that before, but now even their last animation, I think is something with dragon and Naya or whatever it was. See, even remembering the title is hard, but if you go back to their uh, Renaissance, you can uh, um, say, the Beauty and the Beast, you can say The Little Mermaid, this kind of thing, all of that. Um, all those movies, you can just name them back to back because you know that was quality. But now you're just like, yeah, Frozen. <laughs> oh God, I have a problem with Frozen. Abby, just still there. to be more consistent with this like do you have the app yeah i have the app but it's like it's like boom it, it disconnects and it's like oh god so weird because i was like suddenly it's quiet and i'm just like damn it again it happens but, I, it's yeah. weird cause, like every time before this it's been pretty good this is the first time it's been really like yeah but I, yeah but i mean as far as anime is concerned like you can both agree that there's quality work and there's not quality work. Like uh, everything in life. Yeah, but and like, but we can see that they're like the integrity of it compared to other whatever new stuff yeah. out, out there is like it's still intact. That's why I don't feel I feel like that's what's going to consistently keep people coming into it, anyways. Um, I think that's pretty much we we could pretty much wrap it up at this point. Oh yeah. We will have like other stuff to talk about next week anyway. Yeah, we'll and to- I think we gotta get something. We gotta get a good show going. Like, I, I have a few people in mind. I'll yeah. send you the message with the details, and then we'll uh, basically take it from there. Like you could, I guess you could put, try putting these like clips together and whatever. And then, oh yeah, um, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna okay. put them actually together, and then that's what, how how I did it last week. I did a kind of like a solo intro last week. And then after that, we record it and I put them together. This one, it will be the same. I'll just put all of that together. I was like, oh yeah. my God. I'll, I'll let you know. I have a couple ideas what we can talk about and like yeah. have, have, have where we can go with like. Man, you would need to give me like some stuff about that, that situation that you went in Morocco because last week I tried to call you. Uh, it didn't if, work. You, if you want, I have a little bit of time now. So you want to finish this and then give me a call. You can give me a call. You also have my number. Okay, but I want you. You're finished. You have to 
edit this. No, it's uh, fine. You will save it actually. You will save it in the library, and I will be able to put them together after. Okay, no worries. Then I'll give you a call. Let's wrap up this podcast. Okay, so people, thank you very much for listening. We will see. We will talk to you next week, right? Yep. Yeah. Bring guests so, this time. Yeah. <laughs> there will be another guest this time, and I was one of your hosts. Thank you and again for listening. And, and a bit. Yo, yo, yo. Peace, peace out, people. Enjoy it. All right. All right. Yo. Peace.